0: Hi, this is Christopher Walken. I, uh, calling in is sick and wrong with a joke.
1: Uh, what's the difference between Amy Winehouse and a moped? A moped can make it to 30. I gotta go. Bye. This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com.
2: Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. Hello
3: there. I'm Lance Wackerly.
2: What's up there, Wacker? Not much. Kind of a slow week. Really? You haven't been... uh, Are you still on your sober... Your sober kick here during the week, no, no drinking. No. <laughs> how, how long did that last? If you don't know mind asking, maybe about a week, maybe a week and a half. Yeah. No smoking, no drinking for a week.
3: Yeah. Did you week. do like a no.
2: colon cleanse?
3: I don't. I don't believe in that colon cleanse shit. <laughs> no pun intended.
2: <laughs> yeah. I don't just know. Based,
3: I mean, you can just eat a bunch of ex-lax. That's all it is exactly the, 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 it has to do with people's fear of of toxins and all that both it's like it's your body there's there's bacteria in your colon it's fine that's how it works
2: i've always thought you can drink as much as you want to as long as you just drink a lot of water too
3: yeah i don't think your body works like that either <laughs>
2: although sometimes i have the same
3: theory but you're um, not like your body isn't a sieve that you just have to rinse out
2: i thought that, that's kind of what i thought you like it's all in moderation all in balance I mean, if you're just right. drinking vodka like Bob Madigan all day, I don't think Bob even knew what water is. Like, I don't think Bob drank water. No. If it didn't have alcohol is, in it, he wasn't drinking it.
3: The problem is that that's clearly the case with Bob, but I even think that when you're talking about drinking in moderation, that's like one beer a day. Whereas we drink like six to 10 times that on a regular basis.
2: Yeah, you know, you know what's funny? Um, the amount I drink, the amount of alcohol I consume on a regular basis has become, has been put in perspective with me now that I'm single and now that I've tried OkCupid. Okay Are you <laughs> okay. familiar with that site? You, you've been on that site. Oh, I'm
3: familiar with it, of
2: course. So, it's the haven of single people, single cheap people everywhere because it's free. Because you don't you don't pay for it. I think the other ones you pay, like match.com don't you have to pay?
3: Yes. And I've heard from girls that they go on OkCupid when they just want to sort of, like, date casually or fool around. And then when they are ready for a serious relationship, they go over to Match.com because they've, they've, in their experience, the girls I've talked to, uh, the guys that are on there are more serious about serious relationships because they've paid to be on there.
2: So you're you're saying that the the girls are in slut mode when they're on OkCupid and then when they want to actually... Settle down and start breeding. Then they go to Match.com because that's where the lawyers are.
3: Match.com is where the more wealthy dudes are and the ones that don't just want to, like, hit it and quit it. So that's
2: why they go over there to get sort of a good long-term relationship with somebody. Well, it looks like I chose the right dating site. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then again, you just chose it because it's free. Exactly. Same reason I did. Um, You mentioned it to me, actually, before, and I don't know why. I never really... Yeah, I never I've never done Match.com. I've never done uh Date or any of those. I, I imagine I'd be like the antithesis of the actual J Date. I'd be the guy on J Date that never gets any dates.
3: Meh, maybe. Maybe you'd set yourself apart and they'd, you know, be'd be interesting to the women there, the Jewesses.
2: But I was looking on their, their requirements and your nose actually has to protrude from your face about four inches. Mine's only yeah. about three point two five.
3: You yeah, but order. everybody lies on their profile. just add some <laughs> inches. I have various parts of my body in my profile.
2: <laughs> so anyway, I was talking to a friend of mine Lenore and she was saying, "Oh, okay Cupid." And she goes, "You'll you'll love it. It's the best site there's so many hot chicks on it." She's like, "I've been on so many dates from Okay Cupid. You should check it out." So I was thinking, you know, maybe I'll give this online dating thing a try. Because I mean, what I think what it's all- a
3: clo- it's the closest thing us have to grinder, cuz that blender thing never took off.
2: Yeah, and, uh, yeah, Blender was just not going to work. Yeah. I, I read so about this some is Facebook kind of like in, be- in between
3: Grinder and and Lava Life or Match or something, and it's like, okay, these girls don't want to like settle, put get a ring on their finger and have kids right away, but they don't want to just come over and fuck. But it's somewhere in the middle, like you can go on some dates and maybe fool around.
2: Well, the the problem with with these sites, and I guess maybe the problem is actually with me is it's hard for me to be serious about the questions. I mean, first of all, okay, Cupid, it's like pages and pages of questions, first of all, which I'm not going to fill out. Second, it's like, you know, they'll ask, so what do you do on a typical Friday night? And so, I'll you know, I, I don't know. I just, I, I find it difficult to be like, well, I'm at the bar, you know, wanting to engage in, you know, conversation about Sartre. It's like... I'm not going to say something like that. Sartre. I'm going to say, you know, I'm training to be oh, a... That would me- be a good
3: game. That would be a good reality show. You've got to go around to bars in LA and find a girl who even knows what Sartre is. <laughs> and then if you do, you win a million dollars.
2: Well, I, I, what did I write? I think I was like training to become a magician. You know, practicing my card yeah. tricks.
3: Right. I, I think you might be... here. My, here's what your problem might be. You are filling out your profile trying to appear cool. Or
2: Which Mr. Well and funny and ha, ha maybe. Huh? Mr. Funny Ha Ha guy, you know? Right.
3: Yeah, but your your goal should be trying to get laid. However best to do that. So if you if you think being funny ha ha is, is going to get you laid, then fair enough. But if there's something else, like, you know, saying how much you love puppies and stuff like that will get you laid, you should just write the puppy shit.
2: Yeah, I wonder if, uh, maybe, maybe that is a good idea. Like, I like puppies, and I like cute things, and sex in the city. No, but that's too much. Then they're going to start thinking I'm gay or something.
3: Right. And going too far is also likely to turn them off. So that's what I'm saying. You got to optimize your profile. Do you say you like
2: sports? No.
3: I don't like sports. Because lots of girls like
2: sports. Do Do they? I don't
3: don't like girls who like sports. I'm not. It always seems like an affectation. Like, I'm just like one of the
2: guys. I love football. Like, no, you don't. (laughs) Just shut up. (laughs) You just like to hang out with some swinging dicks which is pretty much right. why girls like – it, that's the only reason. They pretend to like sports because they're not getting laid.
3: And, and maybe – so okay, maybe there's some girls over there who legitimately like to watch football. Maybe they like to look at the dude's asses. But then, you, then you're trying to date that girl, and she's like, oh, well, come over and hang out with my friends. And you go over, and all her friends are a bunch of like, 40-year-old dudes with beer guts, and, and you're sitting there, and she's the only girl. Who, who wants to do that?
2: I think, you know what I think it is, is like when girls get older, that's when they turn to sports because they're like, well, that's where dudes hang out. They hang out at sports bars, watching baseball games. And I really had no interest in this before, but now I have to.
3: Yeah. And, and then again, maybe they're just taking my advice. Maybe they're just trying to write shit in their profile that they think hot dudes will be into.
2: So, but the thing is, okay, here's my question about okay, Cupid, How in depth do I have to get with this profile? I mean, I, I filled out a few things. I put a couple pictures up there. You know, said I, um, I'm vegetarian and five eight, <laughs> and uh, you know, I'm body type or whatever. But I mean, there's pages and pages of shit that you you write on that. They ask I think you there's right questions. Two th- yeah, sundry two, well, questions. There's two
3: things. I mean, you want you want to. F- Girls aren't going to look at your blank profile. <laughs> They're going to think you're a serial killer. So you got to write enough in there that you're not a serial killer. Uh, like I said before, you got to write shit that. Is going to make you appear uh, appealing, <laughs> which that's going to be difficult. I know, but work with me. I'm and then you, but it. then there's the other side where you got to, you do want to be honest enough that you're not, you're not wasting your time going out on dates with girls who obviously think you're an asshole. <laughs> so you've got to be sort of somewhat honest and like this is really who I am. So don't, don't, don't say you're going to go on a date with me if you don't like me as a person as presented here.
1: Well, I got well, really
2: serious. Okay, well then why do they have this whole percentage area of like match, friend, and enemy? It's like what, they're going to match you up with your enemy?
3: No, I think they match like you up with people. you're going to find your arch nemesis on that site? <laughs> you could, but <laughs> I don't know if you can set it up to like show me all the people who are 100% enemy.
2: We will grow to love each other after I defeat you in battle right. many times. Oh, that'd be interesting,
3: yeah. An
2: adversarial sexual relationship. Well, that's what I imagine. It's like you keep... That, that's, uh, for, that's for after you've been dating for a couple plans. of years when
3: you hate the person
2: you're having sex with. <laughs> Not up front. But uh, so, so what, how do they determine this? This arbitrary figure, this percentage of friend, match, or enemy?
3: Well, you fill out your profile, which is pretty. It's like the open-ended question is like essay questions, you know, open-ended essay questions on an exam. But then you got to answer those multiple-choice questions, and I gotta believe that their computer is using your answer to the multiple-choice questions and matching you up with people who answered those questions similarly. So
2: there's some algorithm that's probably searching for those words that other people use. These probably keywords.
3: Some of the questions are good, I have to say, because I think users right. Like, I mean, some of them are stupid, like, you know, how do you feel about pets or something like that? But some of them are like shit that you'd want to know about a girl. Like, how many times, you know, when a relationship's starting out, how many times do you expect that the other person will call you during the week? And like the choices are like five times a day, one time a day, one time a week, you know, two times a month or something like that. So the chick, you know, I don't want to be going out with a girl who expects five phone calls a day. So,
2: thank you, OKCupid, for steering thorough. me away from that. Yeah, I didn't realize they were that thorough. That, I mean, that's definitely one of the benefits of a site like OKCupid versus going to the bar. I mean, oh, yeah, you get a, a lot bar, of information. Well, a bar, I mean, you get to see the girl firsthand, so you know she's not going to be able to hide behind a picture. But you have no idea, psychologically, what you have in store for you.
3: You don't even know if she's single. Because there are a lot of girls you start talking to at the bar, and they'll talk to you for hours and hours and hours. And then casually, at the end of the conversation... After you've bought them like three drinks, <laughs> mention that, you know, oh, they're going to go back to their boyfriend's house now. I oh, There's Bye. nothing
2: worse than that. Or, let me introduce you to my boyfriend. He's right over there smoking. Oh, that's like, oh, the worst. Fucking... He's actually there. Oh, dude, oh, no. And then You, you turn can't... back
3: and he's just, him and his friends are just laughing at you.
2: And you can't slap her because you'll probably get your ass kicked by the boyfriend. True. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So this is the one thing I wonder about OkCupid okay or any of these dating sites. You find a hot girl on there. There's a girl, you look at her, her picture, she's very attractive. You send her a message, because she's not going to message you. Even though people, I mean, girls can send you an unsolicited message on OkCupid. they usually ignore those. Well, it probably doesn't happen all that often either. But I'm just wondering, like, this hot chick here, you send her a message. How many other dudes do you think are sending her a message at the exact time Thousands. same time you are? Like, she's probably Thousands. deluged with messages. Oh, yeah.
3: So So I wouldn't uh, take it personally when she doesn't respond at all.
2: Well, so I only, I messaged like three girls and I didn't say anything creepy. I just said something like, oh, hey, you know, I remarked about some movie or something that they had listed on their profile. One got back to me and uh, I was surprised. I was like, wow, and this girl's actually kind of attractive. We ended up meeting for coffee and I didn't know, like I looked at her profile and I didn't really, I was thinking maybe, you know, I was going to invite her to the bar, but she suggested coffee. I was right, like, you know, there's a bar in my house, and she's like coffee. And I was like, oh, well, you know, coffee, whatever. It's easy during the day, you know. Yeah. it's like at four o'clock. Not,
3: it's not a date, really. You know, you're just seeing somebody.
2: It's coffee. an initial encounter, which right. is that typically. So, how many OKCupid dates have you been on?
3: Uh, honestly, one. <laughs> but what <laughs> did, did not you do? Well. Did, was it a date? coffee? It was we, coffee. We went for coffee. She suggested it, and then she didn't drink coffee. <laughs> so I was like, well, what, did you drink a water? She didn't drink anything. I offered to buy her a <laughs> bottle of water and she didn't want that either. It did not go well. Did she look like a picture? She did like not her resemble
2: her photo at all. Oh, okay, that's the worst. Uh, How
3: did you recognize yeah. her then? I mean, come on. She resembled <laughs> the photo a little bit and it's obvious that she was the one waiting for some dude to come there and she knew what I looked like for my photos. So. But were
2: you looking at her like, okay, you took that photo back in 2002
3: uh i don't know what was wrong i mean she first of all she was young she contacted me so that gave me like this big boost of confidence and her picture looked cute and she was like 25 and i was like wow a 25 year old girl wants to date me and uh yeah it was just night and day i was like that what (laughs) here's my here's my tips to you as a new okcupid user when you're sort of evaluating these girls one photo if they only have one photo move on if they don't have any photos showing their teeth, move on.
2: <laughs> this is sage advice here,
3: and this is coming from somebody who I I find fucked up teeth cute, but I have wow. my limits. <laughs> okay, and that's
2: all I'll say about my own kicking up a date. <laughs> okay, well, and you know I could use a little more advice because uh, this this first coffee date didn't exactly pan out too well either.
3: Let me let me say one more thing about the teeth, just so girls are clear. If you have crooked teeth, it might be adorable, but make sure they're clean. That's all I ask.
2: Are you talking about northern birds or birds from America? Bird, Are either northern one, England birds. Either
3: one. I'm just saying don't don't obsess about a, brace, don't obsess about braces and all that. But just floss. I just think <laughs> especially the, before
2: a date. But why not they just think across the pond? They have different standards of dental hygiene than we do. Sure, probably. You know,
3: I, w- I didn't go to the north when I was in England. I don't know how bad it got.
2: So, okay, so, so, so my, uh, my coffee date here didn't exactly pan out too well either. So I'm going to have to uh, definitely uh, remember some of your, uh, your advice here that you just gave me. Sure. So this, this girl, I ended up meeting her. She was kind of young, too. I think she was 26. And uh, she was actually pretty hot. And her pictures were really hot. And I looked at her and I was like, okay, that's, that girl is actually pretty hot. So she didn't look like her picture. Okay, good. But she kind of had it. I remember walking in there, I was like... And I've dated a couple of girls like this. They, that kind of emo, psycho look in their face. That like crazy psycho eyes. You know what I'm talking about?
3: Yeah, yeah I, I, I wish you would date somebody... I know you like that look, but you need to find somebody that look, but that doesn't actually have that attitude.
2: <laughs> that, yeah, this, this girl need. definitely... Had
3: a normal that. girl who's just like, I just like the fashion and I like the dark hair and the tattoos...
2: But, like, you know, I don't have the soul of Morrissey like, inside of me. This girl this girl had tattoos, though, that it looked like she could have given them to herself.
1: Because oh, I was nice. looking
2: at it like, oh, wow, that tattoo doesn't look very professional. You either got <laughs> that kind in prison. Kind of like prison.
3: an Ozzy Osbourne thing going on.
2: <laughs> well, I was like, you either got that in prison or you carved that in your arm with a razor. Mm. So I was a little, you know, at first unnerved by that. But whatever. I was going to give the benefit of the doubt. We start chatting. And the first thing she tells me is how she's been sober for three years. So she's only 26. That means she's been sober since she's been 23.
3: I love it when people have
2: you know these epiphanies about alcohol at very young ages. Well, I was like, just through with it. Well, she, the, the way she said it, she was so resolute about it too. She's like, you know, finally I'm in complete control of my life because alcohol made me into a totally different person. I'm like, really? Yes. How long have you been drinking? Uh, and she's like, well you don't understand. It just really changed my personality completely. I'm a different person when I'm, and I just realized that. So now I'm not drinking. I was like, oh, that's probably a good thing. She's like, plus it led me to commit suicide. And I was like,
3: <laughs> should she use those words? Yeah.
2: And she was, she was getting really somber about it. I was like, what do you mean? You attempted to commit suicide. Yeah. Yeah. Or <laughs> you, you didn't seems a suicide. bit of an idiot. I was like, well, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And she was, she didn't even laugh. She just kind of looked at me. She was like, yeah, I attempted suicide. I was like, oh okay, but what by what? Did you just drink like a fifth of whiskey and swallow a bunch of pills or something? She's like No. She's like, I smoked a lot of marijuana. <laughs> and she was serious. Because at first I started laughing. I was like, you what do you mean? You you tried to smoke yourself to death? I was like, that that's impossible. She's just like, No, it's possible. Like, okay. <laughs> did she
3: look like a piece of beef jerky? <laughs>
2: how, how close did she get? Well she was she was really well, she was a small girl, so I don't know, maybe marijuana, if you have a small frame, marijuana affects you, you know, exponentially more than it does somebody who's larger. Yeah. You know, I, I don't know if it could, but, but the, the fact of the matter is, is last week I was planning, I read an article about how many joints it would take to actually kill you. Like how many joints you'd have to smoke in order to die. And I was planning on doing this as the intro last week. So I had actually read about this and we went on our little coffee date on Tuesday
3: Wow, so serendipitous,
2: yeah, so I didn't want to like you know I wasn't going to let this go. I mean, I think it, I think she didn't realize like maybe some of her other friends that she'll discuss suicide with or her attempts at suicide will be very sympathetic and be like, "Oh my God, you know you must have suffered, you must have suffered greatly to lead you to that path,
3: oh, I'm sure she's some hot girl that guys will listen to anything she has to say, right well you know with I would attention
2: I would have. You know, had I, you know, had she not some, said something as preposterous as trying to smoke marijuana in order to kill herself? I mean, if so she- you had
3: no, you had no compassion for her suicidal thoughts, you just her suicidal straight technique. for the like. You're ridiculous for trying to do it with weed. Well, no, she. Why is the- she? Why is she bringing this up on a first date? I, I would be concerned
2: about. Well, I think this is why she wasn't drinking anymore. Or she whatever kind of herself, skewed right? logic she had. But I was looking at her. I was like, well, that's impossible. She's like, no, it isn't. I was like, yes, it is. You know, I've probably been smoking weed longer than you've been, you know, menstruating. And uh, I know <laughs> that you can't kill yourself smoking weed. And she's like, no, you can't. She's like, it's, it's possible that you could poison yourself from THC. I was like, you know how much you'd have to smoke in order to poison yourself from THC? I was like, I don't, I don't want mean- to sound like a dick here, but I'm just telling you. I just read an article about it.
3: You'd probably be more likely to get really high and, like, try to make toast while you're in the bathtub. <laughs> that
2: might work. Yeah. I could see that working. I mean, I could see that happening. So, okay, according to the story that I read here, in uh, 1988, a DEA, uh, in a DEA brief, this is a 1988, 1988 DEA brief, Judge Francis Young did the math and broke down just how much sticky icky you would need to smoke in order to actually kill yourself. It's estimated that um, um, marijuana's lethal dose is around 1 in 20,000 or 1 in 41 to 40,000. In layman's terms, this means that in order to induce death, a marijuana smoker would have to consume 20,000 to 40,000 times as much marijuana as is, as is contained in one marijuana cigarette. It's a lot of marijuana. Well, according to the National Institute on Drug Abuse, a marijuana cigarette weighs approximately 0. 0.9 grams. So 0.9 grams in one joint. A smoker Mm -hmm. would theoretically have to consume nearly 1,500 pounds of marijuana within 15 minutes to (laughs) induce a lethal response. So one pound of marijuana is equal to 454 grams. Times that by 1,500 pounds. That's 681,000 grams of marijuana that would need to be smoked in 15 minutes. And and that basically translates, if it's 0.9 grams for one joint, that's about 750,000 joints. <laughs> so, this girl would have had to smoke an, a comical amount of, of marijuana cigarettes in order to kill herself. You'd just have like to throw it on like a chick. hibachi
3: in the middle of your car and hot box it.
2: Well, That's I was about. just picturing her just like kind of rolling like a big, huge, you know, massive cheech and chong sized joint. And just, and I mean, it had to be the size <laughs> of
3: an elephant. <laughs>
2: Well, it was just ridiculous. I asked her. I was like, "Well, you maybe?" And then I thought, "Well, maybe she she ate a lot of it." I was like, "Did you did you eat it or did you smoke it?" She's like, "Smoked it." I was like, "Well, how many joints did you smoke?" She's like, "I probably smoked about four or five And I was like, "Okay, Uh-oh. you'd have to smoke about seven hundred fifty thousand because I knew the statistics." And she's just looking at me like, "You're an insane person."
3: And <laughs> Mr. then, t- Mister Joint Joint Suicide Info Man. <laughs>
2: Well, then she totally just kind of, like, didn't really say anything. I think she was embarrassed because I kind of caught her in her ridiculous lie about trying to commit suicide by smoking weed. Yeah. And then she just she just kind of, like, I don't know, she broke her pregnant paws by saying, you know, you're really short. <laughs> and I just kind of looked at her and you I was like... You her off. Oh, no, I was looking at her and I was thinking, I was like, well, you couldn't be any taller than, like, 5'1 or 5'2. And I'm about 5'8, which isn't tall. But it's not like I'm a hobbit. You know, the way she was looking at me, she's like, You're like hobbits. And so I asked her, I was like, Well, what size are you know height are most guys that you date? And she's like, I rarely date any guy that's under six
3: Yeah. I've been finding that out more and more on OK Cupid and with the girls I know in real life, that this height thing is, is very important. And I don't I don't remember it being so important, like in high school and college and right out of college. I think it's as girls get older and they're looking for more serious relationships, this height thing becomes very important.
2: But I don't, I don't get it. What, what, what is the, I mean, I, I know we've discussed this before in the past here on the show, and I know I bitched about it many times, but what's the allure? Do they want to have tall children? Do they want to have, um, you know, and I, I mean, do they want to be carried?
3: Yeah, partly. I, I think they want a guy who can carry them. I can carry them fireman style. I can, carry, I can style. carry a lot. I can carry a 300 pound woman. I'll I can carry them fireman style. But what I'm figuring out, you know, girls don't really care if you're thin, like like they they're fine with a little chub, more to love, a little bit of a gut, bit yeah, of a beer care. gut. But they're but guys, you know, it's it's ultra important. Like girl, you have to be, has to be like thin in shape. You know, maybe they have a nice ass, that's fine, or at least proportion. Like, guys I mean, don't yeah. guys do not want a girl with a gut at all, and. uh it's their equivalent of that. Like you just can't, you can't argue with it. It's not there's not based in logic. It's just purely sexual.
2: I don't know. I mean, it was just the way she said it, and the way, the way she was just like, "Well, you're short." I was just like, "Well, you you knew my stats on the the OKCupid okay page." And uh, well, this is another this is
3: another thing I'll say about it. In my research of finding out that this is so important to girls. They're, they're complete bitches about it. They will tell you to your, a lot of them will tell you your face, you're short. You're cool, but you're too short for me to date. I, I always date taller guys. Whereas no guy would ever go up to a girl and be like, oh, you're too fat for me.
2: Like, wh- when we did girls become such cunts? I don't understand why that's a, like a socially acceptable criticism. Like, you're allowed just to say that. Well, you're too short. Whereas I can't be like, well, your tits are way too small for me. Right. I mean, it's a, I mean, I guess if we're, like, laying the cards on the table and being frank, I could understand that. But girls will just say oh, that.
3: Or, or, like, you know, I can see through your shorts you've got a lot of cellulite back there. And uh, I'm not so into the cottage cheese. So, cottage so, cheese going on sorry. there.
2: cottage cheese action there. Not really but into that
3: it. you know, you'd be a social pariah if you said that as a dude. But girls are perfectly but willing girls, to cellulite. Girls have carte you're, blanche. You're like a, like, in, a God, midget.
2: You're short. So, whatever. So, anyway, to make a long story short, <laughs> I ended up uh, saying to her, I was like, you know, um it was nice meeting you, but I think if uh, if you knew me better, you'd grow to hate me because I drink, pro- I drink on a daily basis. I do drugs. I'm short, as you pointed mm-hmm. out. Right. I was like, and uh, I don't know. I kind of hate most things. So um, I think as you grow to know me, you'd probably hate me. So I'm just going to leave right now before any of that happens, before there's any <laughs> animosity. It's nice meeting you, and I just left. So that, did you tell her you
3: it. had a podcast? Do you tell any of the girls on OK Cupid that you have a podcast? No.
2: And with OK Cupid, you use a pseudonym too. You don't use your real name, so it's like they there's no connection. I don't want to go and say maybe I should. Maybe I should say I have a podcast. Maybe that will help me get laid. I doubt it. I don't it. know. <laughs> I don't say it either. I'm too embarrassed. Yeah, I, I, I should maybe mention it, but I don't know. You know, I'm I, I, I was kind of soured after that whole OK Cupid first experience. Do you think I should keep going with it here, or do you think that's it?
3: You know how they, there's that quote from Churchill talking about how, like, you know, democracy sucks, but it's better than everything else? That, I wish that's you how
2: did I it in a Churchill voice.
3: I'm, I'm, yeah, sorry. It <laughs> would have been good.
2: Yeah, My production values are low
3: today. Too late now. That, that's, how, that's what I feel about okay Cupid. I mean, yeah, it's horrible. It's just horrible. There's horrible people on there. Filling out the profiles, horrible. Putting up your pictures, is horrible. But it's better than anything else. What else are you going to
2: do? Hang out outside the subway.
3: <laughs> it doesn't work.
2: I'm talking about the sandwich shop, not the actual oh, train station. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: of course. Maybe meet a sandwich artist. She's got a job and... You can bring me veggie <laughs> veggie subs all day long.
2: I'm gonna get back on the horse. I'll try it out again. You've got to. There's nothing. There's nothing.
3: I mean, going to a bars and picking up girls. I just it's never worked for me. And I especially think it doesn't work when
2: you're a man of our age. You know, I checked back on her profile page, and she when it said "Do you drink?" it just had a dash through it. it didn't say no. It didn't say yes. It just had a dash.
3: Yeah. That, that's, that's one of the best features. Is, that's a red
2: flag, man. Next time I see that, if it says, do you drink? No. I'm just moving on, no matter how on. hot they are.
3: Yeah. There's another part about... You know, you know what will turn me off? Uh, the, I don't know if this is just a Bay Area thing. It might not be as prevalent in Los Angeles. There's so many girls that on their profile, they list... You know, they they just go right into the social justice shit in their Ugh. in their sort of
2: profile. That's a Bay discussion. Area thing. Self righteous and how
3: much they're into like you know oppressed peoples and blah blah it's like self righteousness white on. guilt that they have. in right, the exactly. Bay Area
2: man, that's the worst. Yeah.
3: Just tell me what kind of food you like, and you know whether you you've watched Deadwood. Blah, blah, blah. I don't, blah. Care. I, don't yeah. care about, I don't care about your fucking peace quilt. I don't care if you march when for When you Oscar went to Grant. fucking Afghanistan and volunteered <laughs> fucking, you know, in girls' schools.
2: People, this is episode 324 here, Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show. We did two stories. One about a funeral home worker who fondled a corpse. And uh, one about a lazy Austrian father and his plan to stay on workman comp forever.
3: See, if you're a funeral home worker, you don't need (laughs) OkCupid. That guy's got it made. I guess you have to be a funeral home worker and a necrophiliac, but, you know. Do they have OkCupid for
2: necrophiles?
3: How, I mean, who who would fill out the profiles of the dead people? (laughs) the family <laughs> you do it you put it in your will like here's what I want you to put on my necro cupid site
2: <laughs> well I just wonder if like one mortician takes a bunch of pictures of a bunch of naked bodies just posted look who we got at the morgue right now yeah anybody uh, she's cold dead
3: you're like she's been dead way too long for me I only like <laughs> it when they've been dead for five years <laughs>
2: So the story that actually won is the lazy Austrian story. And I was kind of surprised. I guess people really aren't sickened by a funeral home worker who fondles a corpse. I bet you if he fucked that corpse, that story would have won. People, you know the way sick and wrong works. Wackley and I present the most disturbing news times a week here on the show. Audience votes. Winner gets a sick and wrong care package. I've been out of sick and wrong stickers, which um, comprises the sick and wrong care package. Shh. And we end up in a bag and that, of that, and the bonus pube. Yeah, and a, a bag of Wackley's pubes, which I'm no, running no, low it's just on.
3: Not not plural, just just a bonus.
2: Well, pube. no, I have my bag of your pubes. I just kind of pour in the envelope with the stickers. See, so you don't I'm, waste I'm it. Low. Just
3: give them one. That's all they need, and then it'll. <laughs> la- I don't need to replenish the bag anytime soon. <laughs>
2: So anyway, I just got a whole box of stickers, and uh, hopefully Wackerly sends me some more pubes. So people, send your sick and wrong stories to sickandwrongpodcast.com. You can submit them via Facebook, the Sick and Wrong Forum, or even through the Twitter-verse. Uh, we did get some good stories for this week. Before we get to that, uh, here's a word from our sponsor, audible.com. Audible.com is the
0: Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. With over 75,000 titles to choose from, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward/diddle slash and get your free audiobook today.
4: Every night with my soft friends We eat and drink.
2: So the first story here came in from Ray Lynn. I kind of like that name, nice Southern name.:
3: Yeah. Is there a dash, or is it all one word? It's
2: just one word. Okay. Ray Lynn writes, This has to be the worst breakup ever. Keep it sick and wrong. Um, Yeah, this is a pretty gnarly breakup in the history of breakups. Can't really go much worse than this. Uh, she says, so the, the quote here, they say, Did I mention I'm utterly insane? And they're saying, Chilling Facebook boasts of American Psycho fan who forced ex-girlfriend to watch him hack her mother and new boyfriend to death with an axe before killing himself. So apparently the, the guy who killed himself here, the murderer, is a huge fan of the movie American Psycho. Of course. Not the book, not the Brady Snellis... <laughs> East Nella's novel said the cult classic movie American Psycho with Christian Bale. You know, th- th- that's kind of a weird thing, too. And I wonder if a lot of chicks on a Like, uh, I wonder if a lot of chicks like if I had on my OKCupid okay profile just a shitload of quotes from, you know, Fight Club or American Psycho. Do you think yes. most girls would be like, OK, this is a red flag?
3: I don't know. It should. I, they should perceive it that way, but I don't know if they would get it.
2: But but the, the the way they describe this guy's Facebook profile, it's pretty much like okay the the entire profile. This is how they describe it: is a mix of esoteric musings and quotes from the movie, including "Did I mention I'm utterly insane?" As his uh-huh. status update, the cover photo for his timeline depicted a gory scene with blood splattered across a white mattress and a wooden nightstand.
3: <laughs> so,
2: if, if the problem
3: is if you like if you like horror movies. A guy likes horror movies. That's fine. I like horror movies. But, uh, you know, my my favorite movie list on OKCupid has a lot of horror movies on there. But the typical guy who's really into Fight Club or, or American Psycho, the reason they're really into that movie is because they think that they're that dude. <laughs> you know, they think well, that they identify with that guy above. You know, the rest of society, which is just completely obsessed with you know. Uh, puerile shit, and that they're this like pure intellectual Superman. What's well, like Nietzsche's you know,
2: Superman? Like they're above the uh, the you know the the regular common man here. The equivalent of somebody
3: who is slightly smarter than your typical American psycho fanatic uh, is the college student who's really into, or even high school, I guess, who's really into Catcher in the Rye because they think that they are Holden Caulfield, not because it's a good book.
2: Well, I think a lot of people, too, feel that they understand the book on another level. Like, it, it speaks to them on another level. Didn't, uh, what's his name that tried to, I think the guy that did murder John Lennon, right? Wasn't he, uh, inspired by Catch in the Rye?
3: I think that you're probably right about that. I do soon remember that. What's that guy's name?
2: I'm blanking on it right now, but, uh, he was recently up for Mark Pearl. Chapman? Mark David Chapman. Mark
3: David Chapman? Yeah. he was the was guy who his...
2: shot Reagan? David Hinkley? Hinkley? John Hinkley. John Hinkley? Yeah, that's who. Yeah. He was obsessed with Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster, yeah. So, uh, the, the, and this, this this, should be a red flag. If, you know, ladies out there, if you start dating a guy and he's just got American psycho quotes all over his profile, like, let's say, I liked it, I set girls. Did I mention I'm utterly insane? I hate the word manipulation. If that's all over his profile, just move along, you know. You, I mean,
3: ask him what he thinks about Less Than Zero or something, you know, another Brett Easton Ellis movie. And if he has no idea that it even exists... Then yeah, that's a big red flag.
2: Well, just go for the guy that's got hangover quotes all over his wall. You know, I think that's fine. You know, that's a good movie. It's innocuous and it's funny. It's good. True. You know? Yeah. I mean if if it's a Woody or, Allen you know, movie. Go for
3: the guy who's really into Battlestar Galactica and Game of
0: Thrones.
2: <laughs> fucking Blade Runner. So this that guy. guy is super hot. So this guy here is a jilted teenager who's obsessed with the cult classic movie *American Psycho*. He wreaked revenge on his former girlfriend by forcing her to watch him hack her mother and new boyfriend to death. His name is Brian Douglas White, only nineteen years old. He started his deadly rampage in Livonia, Michigan, which is a suburb of Detroit. Um, it's a hellhole, in my opinion. Well, it's kind of it's, it's it's, like outside. It's outside, of, it's America, outside
3: of Detroit, so it's it's sort of economically depressed, but it doesn't even have the. At least Detroit has some sort A of, like, bad acid cachet about it, and Livonia doesn't have that, but it's still sort Livonia of Livonia is just suburb,
2: but it's, yeah, right. but it's economically depressed. He allegedly murdered Desiree's Staperfine's mother, Angela Staperfine, and Desiree's new boyfriend, Jacob Lee Burns, before turning the gun on himself. That's the worst, when you're the guy that's dating the girl that has the psycho axe. Because now yeah. you've got to deal with this. You've got to deal with the guy calling his axe, you know, Multiple times a day, death threats. Did,
3: did I ever tell you what I did in high school
2: to your, to an ex girlfriend?
3: No, but the situation that I was in. So I let me think of the order of how this happened. Uh, I dated a girl whose brother was one of those sort of. You know, there's always those dudes in your high school. Like they're probably not like this guy, but they're just like that guy's off, man. I don't ever want to like get set that dude off in the wrong way because he just looks like he would beat me, which should be fine. But he'd be one of those guys who beat you until you were dead because he has like
2: no off switch probably. He's just one of those dudes that is unpredictable and they're the worst. Unpredictable type of guys to is a with. good
3: is a good term. So yeah. I dated this that dude's sister and I'm sure he wasn't very happy about it. He was like one of those guys who didn't ever say much and that's why you kind of thought he was like on the edge. Is and his then, name and Wheeler he was, he was two he was two years older than me. Is his name Wheeler I, no, his name was like John or something. I can't okay. remember. I remember exactly what name. his face looked like. He had like a red, he had red curly hair, which is a bad combination. And he had a mullet. Wow, so it was like a red with curly a mullet. hair mullet. Curly haired mullet. Wow. So. But then, so after I dated his sister, I then went on to date his ex-girlfriend. <laughs>
2: so so I was wait, like, you just Ryan... wanted to get your ass kicked.
3: Or, you know, be chopped to bits. Like, this is one of those dudes who you just thought, like, one of those days he's going to chop me to bits. So I just spent, like, my entire junior and senior years, like, just trying to avoid him altogether. <laughs>
2: was he in your grade?
3: No, he was, like, two grades ahead of me. But he's, one. you know, he stayed around town after he graduated. He wasn't college-bound or anything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to avoid dating the psychotic guy's ex-girlfriend, that's for sure. After you dated his sister, that's... Funny. Yeah, that's, e- that's even worse. You might as well have just gone straight for the mom.
3: Yeah, sure. I think their mom <laughs> was dead, actually. that's might have been why he had so many problems.
2: So, uh, apparently, he held the girl, Desiree, here, and made her watch her mom and her new boyfriend get hacked to death, or shot to death, and then he... Or he hacked them to death, and then he shot himself. But she... But he managed, didn't
3: kill the ex-girlfriend.
2: She managed to escape after a struggle. Right. She had a struggle with him, but she managed to escape... And uh, went to the neighbor. Nice the right? authorities. Neighbors and classmates said the teen is a happy, outgoing, and compassionate girl who was raised in a loving home. You know, uh, correction here. She was a happy, outgoing, compassionate girl. Not anymore. Now she's going to be listening to Marilyn Manson. Going to try, try to kill herself with marijuana cigarettes. She's Going to talk to like old tattooed Jews on the internet. It's, good. it's all downhill from all here, horror. man. After you see something like this. That's trauma. You're not going to be ever be able to shake. But I don't. Yeah, maybe
3: doesn't. It's not looking up for her. Well, apparently, you know, she went and dated this bad boy. So some of the blame I lay at her feet.
2: Well, apparently, he was very controlling, and that's why she broke it off with him. And when she broke it off, he obviously lost it, and uh, then uh, became insane. Apparently, people like
3: controlling 19 year old boyfriend archetype. That's good. Yeah, no. At only nineteen, too. Do what I say. Why? You're nineteen years old. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> there's nobody I, stupider than a nineteen year old guy.
2: A lot of the neighbors in, uh, and and uh, uh, teachers at his high school said they should have seen this coming or predicted, you know, a calamity of this nature because of the his cryptic updates on his Facebook page, such as "quote unquote" withering into nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and this this other one he did on March nineteenth. I could be a polite murderer. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> I could just so see this guy just
2: watching American Psycho just over and over and over again, and then jerking off to, like, a Peter Gabriel song.
3: I love dudes who, when they break break up with their girlfriend, they, they just go into this, spiral
2: into this pit of self-pity
3: and wallowing and writing quasi-poetry and speaking
2: in, like, cryptic, you know... I don't know. They just in tongues. Yeah, they just take it really. They just take it really hard. You know, I, uh, wh- what I wonder, what I wonder about a lot of um, things like this when somebody is so influenced by a movie or a book, and then they commit a tragedy, such as what occurred here in Livonia. How do you think the, the creator of this book, like Brett Easton Ellis, who wrote American Psycho, or Chuck Palahniuk, who wrote Fight Club, obviously people have been inspired for, by, or you know, they've had some idiot who just completely misinterpreted the point of their work and then goes and commits a horrible, atrocious act such as this, how do you think they feel about it? Do you think they're just like they love thumbs it. up, just patting themselves on the back? Oh, yeah, they love it. <laughs> I mean, they're all egomaniacs. <laughs> I know Breddy Snellis is. I've heard Chuck Palahniuk is supposed to be a cool guy.
3: No, but I'm sure he probably is a cool guy, but he's still probably an egomaniac. It kind of sucks if you're like Salman Rushdie. <laughs> <laughs> and you influence people that want to murder you.
2: That's not yeah, so that's fun. that's the wrong effect. I yeah. don't know. So yeah, it, Everybody's a, a critic. In closing here, uh, <laughs> ladies, if you see uh, quotes like I like to dissect girls on your new boyfriend's Facebook page, run away. Run abort far, the mission. far away. Yeah, abort that mission. So Wacker, what do you have for the second story for episode 324? <laughs>
3: you're gonna love this one (laughs) it involves a couple of your favorite things old florida
2: prostitutes i'm listening (laughs) and cheeseburgers from mcdonald's wow dude it's like the combo d simon combo right there it's
3: got old prostitutes florida and you know an obesity angle it's right up your alleyway Yeah, that works there's a woman in Florida, which I often refer to as America's dong, because <laughs> uh, it looks like a dong. It is America's uh, dong. Her name's Christine Faith Baker. America's she's bell four- end. <laughs> she's forty-seven years old, and y'all, you also like this. I forgot uh, the the location within Florida, Manatee County.
2: <laughs> what was the uh, the the female protagonist here? Indeed, manatee sized.
3: A sea cow? Is that what you're saying?
2: <laughs> is she a
3: sea cow? Uh, I only saw a headshot, and yeah, it's pro- it's probable that the rest of her body is as chubby as her face. You'll remember, a... you remember that when we tried to figure out which animal we'd like to kill, and, I, I know, said sea to cow, gain points for weight. You you did say sea cow. So there's a whole county that's named after the sea cow. I didn't even know it existed.
2: So they on Okay Cupid, when they have body type, do they have like thin, large? sea cow like a sea cow after large or sea cow before like between medium and large is sea cow
3: i haven't seen any girls that have labeled themselves as sea cow <laughs> but uh it might be an option i don't know they do less curvy which is all, always girls use as a euphemism I, I like curvy girls i like girls with a little more weight than i think you appreciate you do
2: know curvy equals fat
3: well this is what i'm saying a lot of fat girls uh, describe themselves as curvy when in fact they
2: are fat so I suppose so, if sea cow's yeah. not on there, river pig's just not on there at all.
3: No, <laughs> no, river pig. What did you put for your body type, by the way?
2: On okay keep it. I don't know. I put uh frail and Jewish. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just a hair away from concentration
2: camp, pick him. Frail, Jewish, pale. I think I put average. sickly. I just put sickly. <laughs> <laughs> AIDS patient. Diseased.
3: Yeah. I just put average, which is probably girls meet me and they're like, actually you're kind of overweight.
2: <laughs> I'm like, well wow. And you're short. Overweight is overweight <laughs> is
3: average for America, right? Average can be interpreted a lot of ways. I don't think I'm being as egregious as fat girls who call themselves curvy. Exactly. I'm average. Uh anyways, back to this whore. <laughs> the sea cow whore. <laughs> she was working the streets last Friday when she was approached by an undercover detective, a bit of a sting operation. Uh, according to the Bradenton Herald, which must be the newspaper in Seacow County, they, uh, Baker told this undercover detective that the fee for her sexual services would be two cheeseburgers off the dollar menu at McDonald's.
2: <laughs> I hope they have, do they have a picture of her? I'd like to see this because, you know. Yeah, a headshot. Well, I've heard girls are being, refer- you know, prostitutes being referred to as you know, she's a twenty dollar, a twenty dollar hooker, twenty dollar blowjob hooker. Whereas, what does a two dollar, two cheeseburger hooker look like? Not that bad. I'm picturing, I mean, it's bad. get I'm, me
3: don't, don't get me wrong; it's bad, but not that bad. I'm
2: picturing like Rick James with tits. No, not that. She's
3: white, first of all.
2: Oh, well, okay. uh,
3: if that matters to you. But, uh, I mean, I, I've watched, there's a lot of streetwalking horrors on cops, because I think it's an easy thing to film. They can just sort of mail it in, like, oh, we'll just follow these guys around, and they're going to bust a bunch of streetwalking prostitutes. And I have to say, some of them are extremely nasty, especially the ones that are on crack or heroin or meth. You know, they, their faces are covered with sores, and their teeth are knocked out, and they've look, got
2: cracked, chapped lips. Yeah, most of them look like Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. Didn't we, we just did a story a couple weeks ago about some guy that like the, we let the whore get chewed apart by pit bulls, and she was probably one of the ugliest street hookers I've ever seen. Right. This one doesn't look that bad. I mean,
3: she looks a little overweight because she probably, you know, she eats a lot of cheeseburgers from McDonald's, but I guess the moral of the story is cheeseburgers are more healthy for you than crack.
2: Yeah, I imagine I imagine cheeseburgers <laughs> so, probably are, are are healthier than crack.
3: And you know, if you're looking from a value proposition, the hotness level per dollar, I mean, you might be getting a better deal than some sort of in call uh, call girl that, that is like might cost you like eight hundred bucks a session. But is she
2: four hundred times as hot as this girl that get, that goes for two dollars? Well, my question is here. What was the sex act that was being procured? Like, was, uh, I mean, was it just a hand job? Was it just I'm a I'm sure it was a am sure, it
3: blo- sure it's a blow
2: job. Well, a blow job might have cost, like, you know, uh, two cheeseburgers, some fries, and a milkshake. True. Like, I'm just saying, maybe they bargained here, and she was like, finally got down to two cheeseburgers, and she's like, okay, you know, I'll sneeze on your dick for that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm just use, saying.
3: Will you use the condiment packets for lube? <laughs> the detective did he didn't comply he took her through the drive-thru it's got to be a weird experience driving a whore through the drive-thru but i don't know why would it be that weird
2: it's got to be kind of odd like what, especially if there's a line like what are you talking about like so what do you usually order when you come to burger king mm. i'm How's surprised business? i'm surprised so they already negotiated the sex act so i'm surprised he would take her go through the you know the motions of going through the drive-thru
3: well, I think they have to make the transaction to have the bust get the to, to get the legitimate uh, bust of her. Whatever that. It is. sounds like
2: a Miami Vice plot, like, you know. <laughs> for an episode. Crockett takes his Ferrari through the drive-through. Did he have a Ferrari? White Ferrari, right? I think so. Yeah. Got um, mustard on that white <laughs> thing.
3: story's a little bit, the story's a little bit bullshit because uh, you know, afterward, uh he drives her sort of to some alley or some sort of out of the way parking lot, which is how these street walking hookers work. Did she already eat the
2: cheeseburgers or is
3: that? <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't say, but I'm <laughs> assuming she ate them right when she got them. Right. And, uh, but then she asked, she'd also like a $40 tip. So it kind of blows the story apart. Right. So she's well, really a $42 hooker. She's a $42 a, dollar hooker. Yeah. Not just a $2 cheeseburger hooker. I was about um, to say
2: Burger King almost had a new advertising campaign right there. Yeah. Well, it's now, it's McDonald's.
3: I mean, oh, I know McDonald's. you don't eat fast food, uh, except King. for Taco Bell. But this is McDonald's, Burger King's. You know, and McDonald's are arch nemesis.
2: So I wonder what like uh, com, you know, comparatively, what what she'd order at, at McDonald's or Taco Bell. It would have to be something off the dollar menu. So probably two bean, bean burrito. burritos. Yeah,
3: maybe at just a normal soft taco, not supreme, because then you're in like the dollar thirty territory with the yeah. sour cream and. And then the it
2: goes like $1.59. She, I think she'd have to stick to like maybe just regular beef burrito, maybe a bean burrito. That's about it.
3: Yeah, it's a good meal for a hooker, <laughs> right? That'll last you a couple hours or days at least.
2: Well, she needs her stamina, that's for sure. This girls work all night,
3: and all you're not you're else. not making out with her. You don't, you don't really give a shit about what her breath smells like, right?
2: Yeah. So you could be like extra onions on that cheeseburger. Yeah, I don't I don't care. It it would
3: suck to get one of those little tiny
2: onions in your dick hole though. Ooh, yeah. Hey, I didn't even think that. about that, but you're, you're probably wearing a condom, so it's fine. Really? Well, hopefully you are. Well, for a for a blowjob? I would from a hooker. I don't know. Maybe that's a. <laughs> if, you you gave me the, at that. At the point okay... where
3: I'm getting where I'm paying for a blowjob and I have a condom on, I'm just gonna go home and jack off to the internet.
2: You know, you gave me okay, cupid advice. I'm gonna give you getting a blowjob from a hooker advice. Just wear a condom because they can get herpes on their lips.
3: Oh, you herpes, that. that's a good point. I was thinking yeah. more of just AIDS, but you're right,
2: herpes. You know, there's everything on their, the hooker's lips. <laughs> there's just everything. A it's a smorgasbord of VD. Sport, right. It really is.
3: It's like the dollar value menu of VD, just that's, right exactly. in our mouth.
2: It's, you could just go there and be like, what do I want today? Herpes, chlamydia, <laughs> it's all I'll right there. I'll have a number
3: two, <laughs> supersize my sores, please. Extra pus. So they drove to, they drove to the uh, the vacant lot. So he could get his end of the happy deal, but uh, other officers arrived and arrested her uh, Baker on prostitution charges. Wow. So at least she got fed before she goes to lock up.
2: Well, she so got two free hamburgers. Do you think she had to pay them back?
3: No. How I mean, what are you going to take her back through the drive-thru and make her buy you two cheeseburgers? How does that work?
2: <laughs> I guess you could gas for $2, right? I wonder how many jokes were circulating around that police station.
3: Or how did, here's my question, how did he keep from cracking up and tipping her off to the bust? It's like, so, how much is the blood job going to be? And she's like, two cheeseburgers. (laughs) And you're like, (laughs) okay. And you're driving through the drive-thru, and how do you, you know, you're looking into the eyes of the drive-thru person, trying not to laugh. They have have to be brilliant actors. They
2: have to be brilliant actors. I would have been dying. I don't know. I mean, well, the whores aren't that
3: smart either. Keep that in mind. But I, you do know, would have you know, to be
2: brilliant. It would have been it's hard for me good. to go through the drive-thru and not just be like, dude, I'm going to give these two cheeseburgers. She's going to give me a blowjob for cheeseburgers, <laughs> what a, too. What That's a it.
3: country, says Yakov Smirnov.
2: <laughs> People, you can decide uh, who won episode 324, which story is the sickest and wrongest. Go vote at Well, before we get to our uh, phone calls here, the Sick and Wrong Hotline, which we did get quite a few this week, um, 206-666-3846 is that number, by the way. Uh, We also have a Sick and Wrong email, Podcast at hotmail.com. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to adamandeve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE.
4: You'll get 50% off your first item. Three free adult DVDs, free
2: shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and mukaki. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. So The first phone call is uh, from a guy who's referencing um, a, a, a topic that we discussed a couple shows back.
1: Hi, Dean Lance. How you doing? It's Uncle Ian from West Sussex in the UK. And a few a few weeks ago, you guys were talking about uh, getting around to doing some things that you'd like to do, but you never quite got round to doing for some reason. So, uh, i got.
2: To... I think he's referring to sexual things. Somebody called up and it was like, "If you could do anything sexual to a chick that you haven't gotten around to do, you know, what is it that you'd want to do?"
3: All right, thanks for the interpretation because I had no idea what he was implying.
2: Yeah, it wasn't it. I forgot. I forgot what it was. I think I said like slingshot a condom into a girl's face or something, something stupid like that. I don't even remember what it was that you said. Titty fucking. Was it, yeah, which is just There's not something enough titty that,
3: fucking going around.
2: You know, I want to rescind my comment and say I've never fucked a girl with a vegetable. And I've we always kind of want. I haven't done that. Have you done that?
3: Hmm. <laughs> I just have always wanted <laughs> to do that. I don't think so.
2: Well, you know, like you see those pictures online of girls with like, you know, an eggplant in their snatch and like a of course carrot, I have a carrot, like a carrot in their asshole. I've always just kind of wanted to stick a carrot in a girl's asshole and just be like, you got a carrot in your butt.
3: Is this your vegetarianism? Is that related to this?
2: <laughs> you know, I think it might be actually. Would you eat the carrot? I wouldn't eat the carrot afterwards. It's not in their the, oh, asshole. What about the vagina? maybe then depends mm-hmm. it depends on the girl yeah i don't know if she's a I, I mean, two dollar cheeseburger I hooker, be probably using, not. like
3: chocolate syrup and honey and whipped cream down there i don't think there's any reason to like try to make a falafel out of it
2: well no i'm just saying i just want to see it it's not the it's not what it's not the 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 food product itself i'm just saying the way it's sticking out like you know a carrot sticking out of her butthole like a tail it'd just be funny looking See, this I, is
3: my problem with you. Are, are Do you find it erotic, or are you just trying to horse around and make jokes in the
2: bedroom? I guess I'm trying to horse around. Stop, stop <laughs> horsing around. It's demeaning to the girl. I'm like Carrot Top when it comes to having <laughs> sex. It's like props. I got, like, vegetables in her snatch. Jesus Christ. No wonder you're single. She's wearing a helicopter hat. You know, it's a funny. A beanie? You know, a little beanie, helicopter beanie. Helicopter hat. That's what I call it. God. All right, let's continue here. This this guy's saying, be careful what you wish for.
1: Story that happened a few weeks back that uh, you might find interesting. Basically, I was out with my brother Pete a few weeks ago, and uh, we ended up in town, got pretty wasted, and, uh, yeah, end up picking up some Welsh check and bringing it back to my place. Um, brother Pete didn't get lucky, but uh, anyway, he came back, stopped in the spare room. And I was pretty wankered that night, so uh, as far as I know... Wankered. It's a great term. <laughs>
2: I was pretty wankered that night. I love how hes he brings back a bird and his brother just got to sleep in the spare room.
3: I wonder if they to were him. planning on finger-cuffing her and it just didn't work out.
2: I think they are just, you know, the brother just struck out. Now he's got to sit there and listen to his brother get laid.
3: Yeah, that would be horrid. It's It'd terrible. be worse for you, probably. Right? Oh,
2: my God, no. I've heard it before. It's terrible.
1: <laughs> Nothing happened. Uh, that I can remember of anyway. But the next morning, I woke up with a horn. I thought I'd ram it right up this bird's at last. Um, no, I didn't... Wait a second.
2: <laughs> so we, we call it morning wood, right? Uh-huh. He says, I woke up with the horn. Or do he The say, horn. Does he mean horny? Or is he saying horny? Yeah, that's how
3: they say it over there, the horn. I, the I've horn. got the
2: horn. So you wake up horny, it's called the horn. I kind of
3: like that term better, the, I have the horn on.
2: Well, I, I don't know, I just it implies that he's got like a conch shell on his like in his crotch area, you know.
3: Or you know, he's like has a he, you wake up with devil horns because you're sort of in the mood to be naughty. I guess I hate that <laughs> word naughty, but you know what I'm saying.
2: Oh, okay, all right, all right. I get I get You've got the
3: horn. Like a little horn is po- poking out of your hair. I was thinking
2: physical you're... horn, down, you know, like he's got a horn coming out because he's like hard like a rhinoceros's horn. Yeah, it sort of is that you know. too. It is, you know. It's many. There's many aspects to the the figure of speech. Well, there, there's just a. I know. There's a lot. There's a lot of. But there leaves room for. It's very descriptive. You know. Right. Okay. So he has the many horn. Levels.
1: The lobe, um, So it's dead tight. But she absolutely loved it. Uh, she had three noisy orgasms while I was fucking her, and Good God. Uh, she kept saying, "Ooh, Ian, I love it up my asshole." <laughs> <laughs> and quite not even That's nothing. this but dude, so. this
2: English dude, doing a Welsh accent. By the way, <laughs> <It> <laughs> sounds had... like you doing a, an English bird accent, <laughs>
1: right? It's good.
2: You know, what's kind of funny about this is how many times do you ever hook up with a chick, or you bring a chick back home, you pass out, you wake up the next morning, and you fuck her in the ass? Never. This dude, this <laughs> Zero a times. This guy's a stud. I've never done that.
3: Usually, they're either, like, they're gone, or they're, like, waking me up or and saying I'm get the gone. fuck out.
2: At, like, 6 a.m. before
3: it's even light out. You know?
2: Morning sex rarely involves the asshole. Usually that involves just, like, being completely inebriated, and at, like, 3 in the morning, and motor oil as lubricant. <laughs> which I think sure. somebody did say this. Did say that on the show.
1: All right. The second scree- screaming orgasm. My, hope the front door go. my brother fucked off. I think he'd had enough. But, uh, anyway after uh, she made it clear that i was obviously giving her a lot of pleasure i thought it must be my turn so i told her that i wanted to come in her mouth i've always fancied a bit of a atm and uh, in movies and things, i was like dead horny um, or even better if it's a bit of a after other some other girl's mouth but anyway after she came or well, after i came sorry she, she had me a good old nosh and everything but uh, she wanted to uh, kiss me afterwards and uh, i must have I wasn't really into it too much so uh, kind of put me off so anyway guys i was gonna say uh, be careful what you wish for and uh yeah take it easy Before uh, so i go i'll say rip to bob fantastic guy and um my hero sleazy he's not been on for a while so yeah get get the fella back on guys you're doing a fantastic job uh yeah you're good to hear from you soon take care bye for now
2: that's a pretty good call so i still want
1: sleazy e to
3: take us and be a guided, our guided tour of England. And then he can show us where these Welsh birds are that let you fuck them in the ass the next morning.
2: You no, know, it's been a while, though. I mean, in Sleazy's defense, since he's lived there. So he might not know all the Welsh watering holes. That he oh, it's to. like
3: riding a bike finding the Welsh birds. <laughs> you never forget you know where
2: what? they are. Sleazy E's coming down, I believe, next weekend. So he's probably going to be on, the, on next week's show another gentleman
3: caller for you for the weekend
2: yeah i got a i got another uh you know you know wackerly that term really refers to like if i was going on okcupid okay for or if i was going on grinder and inviting a guy over that would be a gentleman caller right that's a house guest
3: oh okay well you There's say difference. tomato i say potato
2: <laughs> <laughs> so so this dude's saying be careful what you wish for be careful what you wish for and, and can you, what, what I find funny about what he's wishing for, and I agree with him, I wouldn't want to kiss her after either. I wouldn't want to kiss after it came in a girl's mouth anyways because her mouth has just been full of my semen. I don't, I don't want that on my lips. I just don't. Mm. And I'm not saying it's because it's gay. It's just, I don't know. It's gross. It's just maybe mouthwash. Use a little mouthwash, swish it around, then we'll make out. <laughs> but what's funny about this whole thing with uh, ass to mouth what I think many people don't realize is that porn stars, they like completely use enemas. Like they clean themselves out completely. I've talked to many porn stars who've done who've done anal scenes. This bird. Yeah,
3: speaking of the cleanse from earlier, you know, you get you get that shit like a clean as a whistle.
2: Well, yeah, because they're they're prepping themselves for an anal scene. I mean, I've even talked to gay guys who uh, one of uh, my ex girlfriend's best friends would talk about how like you know before he went out with a dude, he would like anally douche himself for like a half an hour. I mean you they get it like completely clean. So there when you're seeing like a guy fucking a girl in the ass and then going into the other girl's mouth, you know her, her his penis isn't soiled. Whereas this guy just totally picked some random bird up from the bar, came back. They probably doubt had a it.
3: load of fish and chips on the way from the <laughs> bar to his house.
2: Or some curry from some Indian yeah. restaurant. True. I mean, I don't think her asshole was completely clean. There. You know, I think that was probably uh, a little dirty. So, I, you know, I, I don't agree. Blame I you.
3: agree with you. Yeah, that's I, I I, how it shouldn't be her.
2: performed, in my opinion, by lay people. i you know, I'm surprised that she was down with it.
3: You know those Welsh birds; <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're they're up for anything. I hope this guy wore a condom. I'd hate to have to hear the I'd hate to have to hear the call two weeks from now, when he's just like, oh, I got the worst chlamydia. Hey, well, or maybe terrible. like hepatitis or something, right? <laughs> something worse. <laughs> It'll be pretty bad. So uh, the next call we got here is a My Two Cents call. So let me, let me get the uh, theme music queued up here.
3: My Two Cents with Dean Lance.
0: Hey, sick and wrong. This is Fallon from the East Coast. Um, right now I am living in Texas because I moved out here to be with my boyfriend and we recently broke up, which well, oh, is calling. Ooh. Um, I don't know if this is a my two cents question, but I'm calling to find out your opinion on the best way to get over a relationship. Uh, I'm 25 going on 26 pretty soon. And, um, this is the most significant relationship. We were together for about a year. Um, and It's
2: not very long at 25. I think I was in a relationship longer than that.
3: One year is a strange point to break up.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I can see when she's like... You, you either break up right away because you date a girl for like a month
3: or two and you're just like, this is not working. Once you make it past a month or two... Something weird has got to happen to make you break it one year. I think, and then there's stuff like the four year mark where it's kind of like another sense of, you know, it was good for a while, but there's a lot of shit that's
2: not working. Well, you know what? What happens like the at that age? I was in a relationship for about I think about four years at that point, and it became apparent to both of us that we weren't going to have a future together. We're not going to get married. You know, our, Long, our lives your long-term are going,
3: prospects. Yeah, are our, our lives are going
2: in different directions, and so maybe maybe that's what happened here. But after a year, I mean, it's. Not that much time, really, you know? Yeah, after a year, I feel like there's somebody's cheating and got caught. That's 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 what I bet you happened in this situation.
0: It's not like you break up with somebody who's cat pissed and you can't stand them. Like, uh, I really care about him, but we just can't get along. I'm wondering, um, what is the best way to get over somebody? Should I, like, try to get revenge and punch holes in the tires and be crazy? Um, should I go out and fuck a bunch of guys? Should I uh, shave my head and become a lesbian? I don't know. I guess it's like a legitimate question, and I'm not sure this is the best place to be calling for it. You, you ask. Come on, of course it is. (laughs) I don't know. If you could help me out, I'd I'd appreciate it. All right, thanks, guys. Bye.
2: I'm always willing to help out a damsel in distress, you know. And, And this is the perfect place to come to ask a question like this that's why we have a bit called my two cents to help you out this is our the way we can give our advice to the listeners
3: so yeah well we're not just helping her out we're helping all the other listeners out who are in the same situation
2: exactly i mean everybody's benefiting from our sage advice that we're about to give so you know first of all don't get revenge on the guy you want to know why the main reason you don't want to get revenge on the guy first of all you're probably gonna do something illegal but second, that's just going to demonstrate that you still give a fuck about the dude.
3: Yeah, for sure. You know? And then you can, and then he, if he's dating somebody else, they, they're they laughing. I mean, even though you might have slashed his tires, which sucks for him, it's just another opportunity for them to bond about like, wow, my ex is so insane. And the new girl's like,
2: yeah, I can't believe she did that. You don't want to be the psycho hose beast. It's just going to feed his ego. Uh, and for, third... First
3: of all, she did say she still cared about the guy. So I think b- before you talk about anything, you just have to say, you're not getting back together with
2: him. <laughs> well, you know, you dated for years. You, you, you don't
3: get along. You've, you you've recognized that. It's not going to change. So don't try and think that, like, oh, you're going to, like, win him back.
2: And that's, a, that's the thing with, uh, with a lot of dudes. Like, a lot of dudes are like, okay, she's going to come back. She's going to keep uh, emailing, keep texting me. That's what you don't want to do. Just cut yeah. off the text. Cut off the emailing. Don't go so far as to shave your head and become a lesbian. That's ridiculous. You can throw that alternative off the table. That option's gone.
3: I, I, I don't agree with your your perspective on that.
2: Well, I mean, if you're if you're a lesbian anyway, if you're into girls, then, okay, go be a lesbian. But, I mean, it just seems she's being really drastic with that one. I say, have fun. Option number two is where you should be. Go fuck a ton you of could, dudes.
3: Yeah. But I'm just saying with my lesbian. I mean, she could go
2: fuck a ton of women also. Go, I mean, like if you're into that, if that's, your, if that's what blows your dress up, go do that. I mean, definitely. But, uh... You know, but but the, what I'm trying to point out is, don't answer this guy's text. Don't pine for him. There's two ways to get up over a breakup. You can either sit in your house. You can pine for the person. Eat a bunch of haagen and yo plays and watch like sentimental Sandra Bullock movies. You know, yo plays. Yeah, yo plays. That's why uh, that is yo play an indulgence for you. No, but that's 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 what girls eat. It's like those yogurt ice cream. Things. I
3: fucking hate yo I think even gross. in the even in the realm of yogurt, why the the shape of the container is reversed, so it's hard to get the spoon in because the
2: top is smaller than the bottom. I don't eat that shit, dude. I think it's disgusting. I would never eat it. It's just yogurt. You don't like yogurt at all. No, I like yogurt, but I just I'm gonna eat a yo play. It's like sugar coated yogurt or whatever it is. That's true. That's true. But 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 that's what, what I'm saying is I, you know you don't want to sit there and wallow in your own self pity. What you want to do is just go out. Go have fun. You're a girl. You got a vagina. Like, I wish, like, when I broke up with, with, uh, with, with my girlfriends, I wish I could go out and bang three girls in that single night. That would definitely make me overcome my feelings towards my girlfriend. But I can't because it's a little more difficult for us guys to get laid.
3: Yeah, the the, the advice we give, we're giving is very uh, gender-oriented.
2: But I'm saying for a chick, though, I mean, you could go out and you can have sex with anybody you want if you're reasonably attractive. How do how you feel comp- about you know,
3: consuming mass quantities of alcohol, which is what I would tell a guy to do?
2: Well, that's, that's the alternative for the guy. Just drink a ton. Maybe you'll get laid. At least you'll get to go home and jack off without being bothered. The
3: drinking will allow you to, have, to lower your standards so you can have sex.
2: Exactly, exactly. If but, you're a guy. I just say with this girl, you should go out, have fun, and forget that dude. Don't be you probably have the added,
3: She'll probably have the added benefit of getting drunk because all these guys are going to be buying her drinks, but that's just an added side benefit.
2: That's another beauty of having a vagina.
3: Right. Sometimes you I'm can just, so you, you go to the bar with $5 in your purse and, just, and you <laughs> come walk out with $5 in your purse.
2: Exactly. You don't even have to worry about it. Maybe no. you only have to give a hand job. Get another vodka soda. It's great. I and mean, stick to those vodka sodas because the least caloric drink. Okay,
3: it's not prostitution if you're exchanging drinks for hand <laughs> jobs and blood jobs. Only if you're exchanging cash or cheeseburgers.
2: cheeseburgers. Definitely. Well, I hope drinks we helped are, is perfectly
3: legitimate. And and if some guy takes you to dinner and buys you a hundred dollar dinner and then you have sex with him, somehow that's not prostitution either.
2: Well, that's because you're in his debt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call dating. Ladies know that. <laughs> You're in his debt.
3: <laughs> the main difference is that you just had a bunch of bullshit conversation while you ate, right? That's what makes it not prostitution.
2: That's true. Well, the only reason he's giving, he's paying for a $100 dinner for you is to uh, get in your pants.
3: Why didn't the whore in Florida just say that? Boy, then, you know uh, you know I, no, I, this isn't prostitution he just bought me dinner and now i'm going to blow him
2: it happens every day amongst civilized people she should have because that's exactly yeah. that's that's the exchange i mean Damn. we all know how I should, it down down. Be,
3: I should be a whore lawyer in florida that's my future career path
2: <laughs> lance wackily barrister for prostitutes <laughs> barrister of the harlots
3: be a good that'd be a good 80s tv show right there
2: yeah, it's better than Perry Mason. Um, here's the final call is another My Two Cents.
0: Hey, fuckwads. Uh, I oh question for you. So I'm sitting here jacking off, and my phone rings.
2: Right
3: now? Oh. I
0: can't just let a phone ring. I'm sorry. I run too attached to it. So do I answer it and continue jacking off, or sit here and hold my dick, or, or what
3: exactly should I do? What's the etiquette for um, masturbation interruption? Anyways, love you guys.
2: This is kind of a retarded question, you know. but it you, is. Go into a, you go into a holding pattern. So what, what do you, you actually answer the phone? Well, okay. What's what first fucking all, voicemail's for.
3: First of all, he's a cunt for feeling the ass to answer the phone <laughs> all the time. I'm, that, that's a given. But I'm saying, granted that he's the type of person who always has to answer the phone, you go into a holding pattern.
2: So wait, you just kind of pause for a little bit? You go soft? You You don't stop jacking.
3: Holding pattern. I'll explain a holding pattern to you. And every guy inherently knows what it is. Because this is what you do when you're jacking off to a porn video on the internet that's streaming. And, the and somehow the ass. streaming stops, so you have to wait for it to load <laughs> further before you can continue jacking off. You're not jacking off, and you're not stopping jacking off. You're just sort of like maintaining erection. You're in stasis. In stasis. Holding pattern. <laughs> so every guy's done it, right? Yeah,
2: I guess I've done it many times myself.
3: Or sometimes the video ends before you thought it was going to end and you've got to go look for another porn video to watch because God forbid you like rewind it and just try and beat off to something you've already seen. So that's what I recommend.
2: But the danger of answering that phone call is you never know who's on the other end. I mean, you pick that phone up and it could be your mom telling you that your father had a heart attack and that's going to totally ruin the mood. You might as well jack it and then check your voicemail and be like, oh shit, I better call, you know, because dad had a heart attack. True. I'm saying, if Your you employer. want my two cents, just check off and then answer fucking voicemail, dude. I mean, seriously. Well, the other thing is you
3: set up expectations. If you're the type of person who always answers the phone, then people expect you to always be available by phone. But if you never answer the phone, then you're the guy who never answers the phone. And people aren't pissed off when you don't get back to them.
2: Do you ever have that person? I don't have that many people that call me anymore. Um, but I just noticed, I remember my ex-girlfriend used to call me when I worked from you know, when we lived together, she would call me every time when I was jacking off, at, you know, during the day. It was just like, she would, I think she timed it. Like, it might have been like a sixth sense or some kind of female intuition, like some vagina mentality thing. I don't yeah. know. Women's it, intuition. Well, like vagina telepathy, vaginalepathy. I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> that word. <laughs> you, you, you don't know how to pronounce the word you just made but up. But I just made up. But it, she had this like vagina telepathy that knew I was, Jacking off, and then she'd be like, I'm going to call it and ruin it. And I'd answer the phone because I was thinking, okay, maybe there's something she wants, something or there's something going on. And some sometimes, occasionally, depending on what the nature of our conversation, it would totally ruin the jack off experience.
3: To be fair to her, though, how many minutes a day weren't you jacking off while you were working from home?
2: All right, there's a very narrow window. <laughs> yeah, I'm working from home. <laughs> she <people>. never <laughs> called me in that window. Damn it. <laughs> I don't know. Well, dude, uh, there's, there's voicemail, okay, man? So I would let it go to voicemail. That's all I'm saying.
3: I actually get pit. I mean, I frequently, 90% of the people who call me, I'm actively kind of mad at them while I'm talking to them, saying, just thinking in my head, why didn't you just text me? And now I have to go in this fucking pleasantries and talk about the weather and not just hang up or it'd be rude. Like, but if you just would have texted me, I would have got the same information and would have taken a fraction of the time of this dumbass
2: phone call. Yeah, I know. I wish I had text I wish I had text messages for years, like in the nineties. Oh you don't have the god the hours wasted on phone conversations with girlfriends and friends.
3: Fucking communicating I'm with so people. Annoying. It's the worst.
2: People call us with your my two cents questions, is that gay questions and uh thought experience. We actually need some more thought experience. So call us with some uh, thought experience. Good thought experiments, okay? I think we scared people off. Well, because we started going off about the, what would you stick your dick in? Don't, don't, just give us some good ones. 206-666. Maybe we should allow
3: for a couple of months. Or All something.
2: right, a couple, what would you stick your dick in is okay. 206-666-3846 is that number. Uh, we got one email to the Hotmail, stick podcast at hotmail.com address. Um, this one comes from Annie. And he says, hey guys, I'm going to explain that batshit crazy Christian dinosaur park to you.
3: Oh, okay, it cool. used
2: to be owned by a rational guy that had everything nice and reasonably labeled and dated and whatnot. That guy sold the park, probably because he or she, you never know, you never know was retiring. He sold it to a super Christian family. This was really recent, like in the last five years. They got rid yeah. of all the evolution things and all the stuff the original guy put up. They went as far as to relabel all the facts on the toys, crazy (laughs) people man take it easy Annie it's where
3: capitalism meets
2: the culture wars well it's interesting that's uh so it's it's a relatively new phenomenon that that uh the the dinosaurs of what is it dinosaurs of calabazone what are they called cabazone 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 dinosaurs um recently became christian cabazone dinosaurs um but thank you Annie for clearing that up you know I still kind of want to go check out that place and I don't even care if it's super christian I still want to see it. Jealous. Oh, it's fine. Yeah.
3: You got to pay him $7, which kind of rankles, especially for your Jew claw to release that money can't bargain. to the Christians. Uh, I think uh, a guy I was with tried to bargain and said something like, oh, it's supposed to be five. It says five bucks in
2: the brochure and she wasn't having it. All right. Well, I'll take my chances. I got a pretty strong Jew claw. <laughs> Um, if you haven't been on the Sickerong Forum, people, just go to com. click on Forum. I was reading a thread today that was interesting to me. I never knew Rupert Murdoch was married to such a hot Asian wife, Wendy Dang. Oh, you didn't? Looks just like Lucy Liu. Did you know that? Well, she, well an older sorry. an older Lucy Liu. Older, but, yeah. Dude, I mean, she's considerably more attractive than that old withered husk of a man.
3: You don't think they're soulmates?
2: (laughs) She's soulmates with his money, with his bank account, maybe.
3: Like Howard Stern's wife that he's convinced loves him very much. Yeah, she
2: loves his bank account, too, and the gifts he buys her.
3: It, let me just say, it helps that you're filthy rich, Howard, and fucking Rupert. <laughs> but it's interesting. They they love you. Half of it is love, but half of it's financial interest. The
2: thing is, though, the difference between Beth Howard Stern's wife and uh, Wendy Dang is Wendy Dang's a badass. Like she's kind of like she can do like ninjitsu. She's almost like half bodyguard, half like fuck pal. You know? Yeah. So yeah.
3: Well, he gets mm-hmm. the two for one deal for him. That's how, how do you think he got so rich? Exactly.
2: Exactly. M- multitasking. People, go check out and on Forms. Click on Sigour on click on form, subscribe, and become a member today. Um, iTunes. iTunes. We've been actually in the what's hot category for like three days straight. Do you notice that? No, I we're didn't. We're hot. Makes we're, me happy, though. We are hot. And the, the reason nice. we're hot is because we have a lot of people out there subscribing, rating, commenting to the show on iTunes. So just go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Wrong, and subscribe. Anyone you know. Everyone you know. It really does help us out. Gives us a lot of exposure. So, well, actually, today's the big day. Um, I'm going to announce the winner of the official Quado Sickeron Quado Tea pinup competition. Huh. I know. Can, can you? Are you like uh, shuddering with anticipation?
3: I kind of am. You know they're re-releasing Total Recall, or making a remake of That's, it, I guess, or reimagining. This is almost
2: a tie-in. I wonder if they're going to have Quato in the movie. Who's going to play him? They are. I was a little worried
3: about it, so I went and looked at the cast list, and they have cast somebody as Quato. I can't imagine that he's going to be as cool as the original Schwarzenegger, yeah. Paul
2: Verhoeven Quato. Did Jim Henson do the Quato in the original
3: I don't, I don't think so if you look at the puppetry it's not as quite as skilled as henson you know would bring to bear on it
2: i do but it makes it very topical our competition that we had and uh people you can still get our quarto teas we have just a few left and i'm debating whether or not to do another printing because we've already done two but uh, if you want a quarto tea get one today go to sickerarmpodcast.com click on store but i gotta say thank you to all the beautiful women and uh lovely pin-up contestants that modeled our tees for us. That was great. We got all these cool that pictures from it. So the winner of the official sick and wrong pinup competition, the official sick and wrong pinup girl is, Markley, where's your slide whistle? Do you want to do like a rocky theme or something?
3: I don't know where it is. Like I said, my production level value, uh, value level
2: is low today. Did you that slide whistle?
3: No, it's right over there. It's out all of right. reach. I'd have to take these headphones off. Just so imagine you know, a I'm drum roll, people. That.
2: The official sick and wrong pinup girl is Poppy Thorne. Congratulations there, Poppy. Mazel tov. You won. You got the most votes on the site. You know, a lot of people voted. So uh, thank you, Poppy, for sending in those sexy pics. You know what it was? She sealed the deal by sending her last picture in. It's the last one of her naked ass. Did you see that?
3: Of course I saw <laughs> Bare ass
2: <laughs> picture. It's my, it's my desktop. Wallpaper right now I was pulling for Lucy, <laughs> however Is that what you voted for Lucy? She was subtle Very subtle All of the chicks are really I sexy I like the picture though.
3: with a vacuum cleaner Yeah, that was see <laughs> I don't know if I made it to the site But it was on her Facebook page but,
2: but that's kind of your character, though Like, you jack off to, like, the amateur of the amateur porn Just, it's gotta be very hyper-realistic
3: Right, amateur is, is not, like, saying That guy's an amateur, he doesn't know what he's doing it, It's, like, the sense of, like It could be in my re- Yeah, kitchen. realism you know? yeah you know it's low it's lo- it, it, like garage bands or lo-fi music i like that too
2: exactly so uh poppy thorn came in first and the second place goes to that tattooed girl who also sent in some very sexy pics but i want to say <laughs> See, these girls are both sort of professional fetish all models. models yeah and it definitely um yeah and uh we i mean we had some very sexy ladies in there so i want to th- say thank you to all the beautiful contestants and thanks to everyone out there for voting i will be sending prizes to our first and second place winners in the next week or so when I actually get the prizes. so uh,
3: How did Empresario's mom do? She was the only one to do full frontal. She
2: did do full frontal. I don't know if actually... Yeah, she was the only one that did full... You know, did. she she did actually quite well, surprisingly.
3: <laughs> but let this be a lesson to you girls, you know. You got to respect yourself. You're not going to win just by flashing your your lips at everybody. Yeah, Exactly. Vagina you lips. Know? There's,
2: there's something to be said for modesty in these competitions. Okay, ladies? You know... Keep it, keep it
3: uh, PGA 13
2: Congratulations, Poppy. Gra- congratulations to that tattoo girl. And thank you to all the beautiful contestants. It's been great. We got some really cool picks from all that. And people, go order yourself a Sick and Wrong quarto tea at sickronpodcastcom slash store. Uh, finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week came in from uh, Jonathan. Jonathan writes, what's up, Sick Renan? I sent you guys two songs to choose from. Each song covers subject matter that you both find important. Alligator Dave is the name of the artist. Kind of like that, Then It's a good ring to it. He's a white mm-hmm. reggae musician from Dallas, but he has since relocated reloc- to L.A. And he writes in parentheses here, maybe he brought Danzig's house. I don't know. I hate reggae, so <laughs> I already kind of... I like reggae. I'm anticipating... I want to mention
3: this guy's book that he sent us, too,
2: while we're at it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, let, let me let me get through this, and we'll uh, we'll mention okay. that guy. Um yeah, I hate reggae, so I'm probably going to hate this song. But who knows? Maybe maybe it'll be novelty reggae, and I kind of like that. He says, I've listened to every single Wrong episode, even Whacker's solo shows, and I'm quite surprised no one has submitted his music for Song of the Week. With songs titled Dirty Talkin', Blows Before Bros. I like that. And Eager Beaver. I'm sure he'll be a Swarm favorite. So here's your choice to make. Will it be alcohol or masturbation? Enjoy, Jonathan. So the song that I ended up choosing out of the two was... A song called "Spank My Monkey." I just chose it based on the title. Actually, I haven't listened to it. If I did, I probably wouldn't have chosen either because I hate reggae. I really do. I fucking hate reggae. <laughs> you mentioned that three I times.
3: Does it remind you of fraternities or something?
2: You know, I think that's what made me. Because as a as a boy, I used to love Bob Marley. But as soon as I went to college, God, I don't know. I mean, it was college that did it. That just ruined it. It was just oversaturated. And you yeah. sell these. I was gonna, I was gonna,
3: reggae has a long and and you know celebrated history before the fraternity bros got a hold of it. So yeah,
2: I don't know. I I can't even listen to it today. Maybe it, because it's so close to Jimmy Buffett. I don't know. It's just I I hate it.
3: <laughs> you really think it's close to Jimmy? Buffett? Yeah, it's just Buffett? the
2: same island fucking crap music that just makes me angry. Hmm. It's, no, it's no worse than contemporary okay. country. Yeah. So, I don't know. Then, that elicits <laughs> I'm
3: the not same response ar- ar- I'm not going to argue with you
2: because it sounds like your mind is made up So uh, what, what book were you mentioning that we got there?
3: Oh yeah, so uh, a listener sent in a book His name's Aaron Steinmetz It's called The Sleepy P.I. A novel So I assume it's sort of noir Private investigator uh, Looks nice Haven't read it yet He says he's a longtime listener though Since the days of the Reach Around Foundation
2: I imagine it's about a Mexican P.I. Because they're so sleepy. <laughs> it
3: says, uh, the back says he's a private, private investigator who doesn't sleep until he closes a case. And he's about to take a very long case. You know, like insomnia wrapped in with the whole PI thing. Sounds sleepy
2: like, PI. An insomniac yes. private investigator. Sounds like something that would uh, would benefit your profession. You know, get more work done. Being sleepy? No, being an insomniac. I'm, not, I'm usually not... <laughs> A zombie? Insomniac. If you're an insomniac, oh, insomniac and you're PI, mm-hmm. it's like you get more work done because you'd be working day and night.
3: Generally not very observant, though, when you haven't had sleep. So yeah, that's true. That might
2: get in the way. I don't know. But maybe we'd find that out in the book. So go check it out, people. <laughs> the Sleepy PI. So we're going to end the, so- the show here with Sing Wrong Song of the Week, Spank My Monkey by Alligator Dave. Thank you, Jonathan, for saying that in. People will be back next week with episode 325. Till then, take a sleazy. Good night.
4: In the morning, first thing that you do Can't do nothing, nothing with morning wood. I get started, chopping my lumber down. Then my girl comes, helps me with it now. I'm talking spank my monkey, ooh my monkey, oh y'all bitch, you wanna spank my monkey now. My monkey like spank my monkey like Oh y'all bitch, you wanna spank my monkey like toss my salad, oh my salad, oh y'all bitch, you wanna toss my salad, oh my salad, toss my salad. Bitch you wanna toss my I, like missionary 69, hitting him up, hitting high American ball, you go about the true at the same time. Get her style, get style with the shape stuff. I twitch and shake when I bust my nuts. Dope they hit it driving I love my road head. Kick the sweet songs back and ass on these beds. Check it up your pull's dick, rack him up your little bitch. Let me break that ass off. am I using wool kick. The little girls where they be, that's me. The dirtiest, sexy thing, besides the TV. But they feel it but let me warm a swampy little perch. Trying to buy your little baby, get the of at your purse. I'm bustin' Nuts for America. Letting you hoes know I have a sense to out Patriotic Afro, I like the shaking and blow, quick nut in the grin. I like the hit and bounce, hit and bounce. Hit it again. In the noon time, first thing that you do, you can't do Why spank my monkey like All y'all bitches want to spank my monkey Now spank my monkey like Spank my monkey like All y'all bitches wanna spank my monkey Like a flog my dolphin Hold my dolphin All y'all bitches wanna flog my dolphin Now my dolphin like I Flog my dolphin like All y'all bitches wanna, like. wanna flog my dolphin Sixteen <laughs> nuts in the guts of my claim to the nuts for Budweiser, my sponsor, man. And I've tamed the mean line, got scars in my bag Cups some cold purge and throw in some fish bag, give me a chicken a shack. Three beers in a sack, I'ma hit a turbo. Sometimes crazy like that. No sex, no head, but well, that's alright. Here's some aloe vera, get lubed to rub on my cat. And stroke, 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 stroke,
1: stroke, stroke.
4: Like Flipper and the Dipper, and rockin' with your whole house. And on my whole house, gorilla at the zoo. Take the off, girl, see my whole crew. With the couch band, yes, crazy like you. Sittin' on a king size, sippin' on a brew, ha huh, ha, ha. I'ma hit it on the counter. I'ma hit it in the pool, me. I'ma beat it with my flounder I'ma hit it in the back door That's me. Imagine this, we were both butt naked Banging the girl next door And uh, my your girlfriend caught me half naked Hitting on the bathroom floor How could I have forgotten that she's giving me an STD? Okay. Spank my monkey, what's spank my monkey like? All oh, y'all bet you wanna spank my monkey Now my monkey like spank my monkey like All oh, y'all bet you wanna spank my monkey like Club my baby seal, my baby seal, all oh, y'all I'm to club my baby seal now, my baby seal, club my baby seal. Y'all bitch, you wanna club my baby seal, choke my chicken, off my chicken. Oh, y'all bitch, you wanna choke my chicken, then, my up. chicken, like choke my chicken, then, oh, y'all bitch, you wanna choke my chicken, like. I checked an old podcast the other day. I checked out this thing called Sick and Wrong. It's got this D. Simon. He's a fucking Jew. And a, a Jew? Yeah, a Jew, a goddamn Jew. And on then, the Internet? Absolutely, they got them on the Internet nowadays. They're everywhere. Yeah, they are. I even saw one at my bagel shop. But then, aside from that, that other, that, that Lance Wackerly character, his co-host, I don't know what the fuck he is, but I think he's a black Amishman from, from the Dutch country. I have no idea what's going on with that. That's worse than being a Jew. Absolutely it is. But let me say this. They're two good-looking men. As opposed to the two of us, we're ugly as sin. But that doesn't stop us from having our own goddamn show. Oh, we have our own goddamn show. You know what the name of that show is, Martin? Can you tell me the name of the show? Oh,
2: tell it to me right now.
4: From the Ville with Martin and Steele on FromTheVille.com? Sounds good to me. Is that it? Sure. All right. Log on to FromTheVille.com right now, right here, any anyplace, anytime, anywhere. And you can listen to Martin and Steele on FromTheVille.com. And fuck the guys that Sick
1: Wrong, because we're money.